0: All right, guys, welcome back to Social Distancing. Uh, My name is Maxim Fisher, and I'm here with- Carter, no last name. Carter, no last name. Uh, Once again, we hope that everybody is holding up okay, staying healthy and safe right now. Uh, We really just wanna provide a source of entertainment, some laughter to help you get through this tough time. Um, So to everyone who's struggling and dealing with a rough time during uh, the coronavirus, uh, we hope that we can be just a little source of light for you guys.
1: So just a special thanks and shout out to all the doctors, PAs, pharmacists, first responders for everything that you're doing during this time. We know how crazy it is and how hard these times are and you're just truly making such a large impact and I know just um, there's some people struggling out there. So stay strong, everybody. We're going to get through this together. So just stay positive and we're going to do everything that we can and keep checking us out here on the podcast and just add a little laughter to your day. So with that being said, we just wanted to thank you guys for tuning into episode one. We really hope you liked it, and it helped pass the time because there is very little to do these days. So I really hope that was just a little hour of something that you could you could do to take your mind off of things.
0: And we we really appreciate all the support that we've been getting um, on social media. If you haven't checked us out already, we are at Social Distance Pod. Um, you can just click the link in the bio to listen. You don't have to download the Anchor app to listen to us. You just have to click on the link, scroll down, and press the play button um, if you want to listen to that first episode. Uh, we, we, we appreciate the support, both in the listening. We actually got a really good viewing for the first episode ever. Uh, so we're looking to build off of that now. Uh, so welcome back to the show.
1: Yeah, just let us know what you think about the podcast and like the comments on Instagram, whatever it is. Um, tag us in some things if you want us to talk about any certain things. We are happy to do anything. There's really no no real agenda here. So we kind of just talk about whatever we want. But um, with that being said, a couple special shout outs today. Um, the first one's going to go out to one of the biggest fans of the podcast, my personal friend, Lauren Mercier, diehard Patriots fan. Lauren, I can't wait for them to go to go be 2-14 two, two and 14 this season. Lauren's from Hop- Hopkinton, Massachusetts. So thanks for the love, Lauren, and uh, go Browns.
0: Yeah, and I also have a really special shout out, um, a very, very close friend of mine, lifelong friend, Nate Leroy is overseas now in Israel serving in the IDF, which is a very honorable thing to do. Um, we had the opportunity to speak today and just wanted to let him know and let all the viewers know that you know we're, we're thinking of him, we're supporting him, um, and everybody else out there who's serving in the military, be it the United States military, the IDF, and around the world Um, so thank you guys for your service. Know that you have a support system at home. Um, and so we want to dedicate this show to you guys. Um, and so let's get started.
1: All right, guys. So today, April 7th, National Beer Day, probably one of the most important days of the year. It's truly a monumental occasion. So just to start off, like Max, what's your favorite beer?
0: My go-to, um, is always a, a nice cold Stella. I don't I think I think it's because, you know, my, it's middle of the road, you know, it's not super expensive but it's definitely not one of like the cheapest beers out there, but it's just always been my thing. I think my dad introduced it to me to begin with um and I, I just you know there's nothing better than a nice cold stella on, on a hot summer day
1: that's a fair take that's a fair how take. about yourself i mean i am wearing my bud diesel shirt today just because it is national beer day you really just got to celebrate i'm out here we'll probably have a beer after this but i mean i think i just got to go with old faithful bush light i mean you can't argue um a little bush bu- a little bush latte yeah bush and also i mean you can't spell bush without ufc you know and that's uh Shout that's out to, the, to U-betcha yeah, the You Betcha the guys U-betcha guys guy. Yeah, the guy. Betcha guy sponsor us. Lo- <laughs> we, we, love, we
0: love your work, You Betcha. <laughs> um, and we know that you're a big Bush fan, also. Did you see the bushel that he bought? He bought so Bushlight came out with something called a bushel. I think it's either 56 or 52 cans because 52 that's rack. because that's how many pounds are in a traditional bushel. So Bushlight came out with a bushel. Oh,
1: I didn't know a bushel was like an I thought it was just like a thing. No. It's well, like an actual there's an actual like weight behind it. There's an actual. There's always weight. those weird measurements like how many stones something, how many stones <laughs> so wears, how, how many, many stones. Or like how many hands tall a horse is. They do it by hand. They do it by hand? Yeah. Well, if you're jo- yeah. the
0: jockeys are really small. I know that.
1: So if, yeah, joc- it little so, if,
0: <laughs> so if you have jockeys and they're stacking their hands up, it's got to be different than if like me and you are stacking our hands up. Yeah, these hands these aren't ha- the these, these hands are bigger than jockey <laughs> hands. Well, you so, know, <laughs> we, digress. I, we digress a little bit there. But so we've already gone over favorite beer. I guess yours kind of falls under this category as well. But what is your
1: favorite cheap beer? Don't even don't even act like it's, it's a cheap beer. It's, it's good for any time. It's good for any time. Yeah, you can it's dress nice. it up or dress it down. It's kind of like a nice pair of sweatpants. Mm-hmm. Um, You
0: can dress them up. Dress them That's like down. going for like Walmart
1: sweatpants or
0: Adidas joggers. Yeah, so, Adidas you know. joggers, There's
1: a fine line between your Fruit of the Loom and <laughs> your, your Adidas sweatpants. But yeah, I mean, I just, got, I just really got to stick with Bush Light. Also, the limited edition pack to the orange cans. I,
0: I've seen those. I've seen yeah. those, of course. We're
1: almost to limited edition season. I don't know if coronavirus, if we're going to have like a special like coronavirus can, it says like stay strong or something like that. Yeah, but I'm just going to stick with old faithfully. You really never go wrong. You always know what you're getting. In the bush but you right? always know. And, and, you know, this is kind of a difference
0: in region also. So I know that at the University of Miami, A lot of the college parties, it's only natural light, so that's that's just what we have. But I don't know if it's different up in Colombia. What do you guys
1: have there? We're more bush people, so like when you go around by like the gas stations, the convenience stores, that's just like all the windows are just one like bush stacked on top of the other
0: bushels upon (laughs) bushels upon
1: bushels bushels upon bushels. (laughs) So yeah, I mean, I'm just a. I mean, you just can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. It's super cheap too, but it is still a classy beer. Don't get that wrong. Like, I mean. You have a nice occasion, like a wedding. You could serve bush light. Yeah, you could. I mean, you could. They have bush in a bottle, too.
0: Bush in a bottle.
1: One time I get that, it was like one of my favorite bars to shut down, but um, they, they served bush in a bottle. Oh,
0: wow. Yeah. I've You know, I've never seen bush in a I bottle. I guess probably
1: because they weren't making much money because they were a dollar bush in a bottle. They had to like
0: spice book <laughs> a little bit. <laughs>
1: You're not going to make much money off of a dollar beer.
0: You're just not. Um,
1: so the next one we have here, just uh, what's your, what's the best beer experience?
0: Best beer experience actually just happened. Um so over this spring break, we took a little trip up to Asheville and in the Asheville area, Sierra Nevada has a big brewery. Uh so I was up there with my girlfriend Sydney and then a couple of our friends and Zach Allen who you know, longtime friend of mine as well. Oh my God. And so we went to Sierra Nevada brewery. Uh we did the flights. I love the te- those are my that's my favorite thing the is doing the, the the flights so that the testers because you get to experience so many different beers and for somebody you know uh, who, who's like 21 but is young so I haven't been able to experience all these different craft beers. Absolutely. Being at a big brewery like that, I felt like I was at in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory or whatever. Like yeah. you walk in and it looks like that. I mean, you've got the huge vats of stuff going on. They have a gold, like the the Chocolate
1: River too or is it a beer
0: river? Well, it was a beer river and and I drowned. In it. Columbus,
1: <laughs> did, 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 what's his name? Columbus Gloop? Did, Columbus. did fall in? Yeah, Columbus Gloop <laughs> fallen. in.
0: Uh, Zag and I were doing the tasters, the flights. Um, that was really cool, man, because they they are, they have specific beers there that they only have at that brewery. They don't have them anywhere
1: else. So that was a cool experience. How about you? So yeah, I, you just mentioned Zach. He's a fellow cock. Um, uh, um USC up in Columbia, South Carolina. So Go we've got Cops. a bunch of a bunch of good breweries up there too. It's really becoming more popular. I'd say one of my favorites is River Rat Brewery. He loves that. He loves that one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a fellow cox. I've heard great things. (laughs) And then Columbia Craft is really good. Um, lots of good IPAs, which I'm just a huge fan of. Um,
0: and that's a hot take too, because a lot of people our age aren't big fans of IPAs.
1: Yeah, everyone's like a prior taste. Yeah, the bitter taste. It's kind of like. I would compare it to, like, coffee a little bit because it's, like, super acquired. Sure. It's, like, very bitter. Yeah. But, like, I'm a big fan of, like, the like, you get the fruity at the beginning and then you get the bitter aftertaste. I'm a big fan. Like, what are your thoughts on
0: that? Well, I, I think they're they're good and, for me, situational. Like, they're good in, in, in certain times. Like, I'll, I'll have an IPA. What, what I'm really interested to hear your take on is, you know, the beers that they're making that are, like, peanut butter and jelly flavored Ooh. and... Like there's the dark beers, like Guinness has the dark beers. Like I'm more of a light beer kind of guy, but like for you, you might be into something else.
1: Kind of depends on the mood. Um, I mean, like there's a time and place for a dark beer. I also heard in Ireland they serve uh, Guinness warm, like room temperature, Ooh. which is kind of weird.
0: But does it go down easier? I have or no something idea. Like
1: I have no idea, but like I can't imagine like a warm beer but um i'm a big fan of a dark beer every now and you can't drink too many of them though no because, yeah because um they get really heavy but i did have a peanut butter beer the other day and it was really really good really yeah and there's all this to this one it's uh from holy city brewing love holy um, city yeah holy shout city. out
0: holy city brewing
1: yeah sponsor us here, here in charleston we love it we love you guys we love all the work that you're doing big fans um, yes I'm. Mean, you produce beer so I mean, come on how can you not like it? But yeah, they have a it's called Pluff Mud Porter. It's like an oatmeal I've heard that one. one. Okay. That one's really good. It's like dark as night, but um it's super, super good.
0: And so I know that we have that we have really good breweries here. You guys have them up in Columbia, up in the mountains of Western North Carolina. Um but from somebody who's in Miami most of the year, I haven't really been able to explore much of a brewery scene. I honestly don't know if there's a brewery scene. So if you guys know and you want to drop it in the comments. Um, or shoot me a text of any good things that I should try down in Miami. Um, always open to trying new things. So, you know. Yeah,
1: when this is all over, we might have to just cr- go cross country and take a brewery tour. Uh,
0: a brewery tour yeah. would be amazing. They have the shuttle tours, yeah, the free true. shuttle tours.
1: The, like, beer around the city?
0: Um, yeah. I know you've, you've had they have them here in yeah. Charleston. I've never done the one here in Charleston. Oh, okay. No, I was
1: planning on it, and then coronavirus happened. And then
0: coronavirus so, happened. and
1: they're really interrupting my beer drinking, so. You guys well, can chop really. that <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. up. <laughs> you mean, we've still been able to do that, just we haven't been able to go on the tour. Um, but you guys can chalk that up on things that you want to do once coronavirus is over. Go on those free brewery shuttles. Yeah, so that's it for beer. That's it for beer. So, oh. Actually, wait. Before before we end this segment, the hot topic now is beers versus seltzers. Oh, that's right. Beers versus seltzers. That's right. It's huge right now. The great debate. The wave. The wave. I. You know. I've seen it happening in the college scene. It went from everybody being beer, 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 beer. To people starting to switch over to seltzers. <laughs> seltzer, seltzer, <laughs> seltzer, 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 and they're just, they're just, it's just a more enjoyable experience, I think. You know, on a hot day, yeah, you
1: get the fruity, and especially like there's like it's so light. many people that don't even like beer; they can just have a seltzer in their hand. Yeah, and they're like ninety calories, which is like the lowest alcohol can go because yep. like it's made with like malt liquor, I think, or malt some sort of malt, malt
0: rice liquor, yeah, something yeah.
1: like that, and they're, like. 90 calories don't get the sugary ones corona refrescas no no we made that mistake one time so definitely
0: (laughs) stay away from the sugary ones yeah bud light seltzer
1: are you a white claw man or a or a bud seltzer i'll be honest with you at the the beginning it was
0: white claw but then me and you had the bud light seltzer together and that changed my experience for sure bud light seltzer is a game changer. Um, big fan, big fan.
1: Yeah, they're, they're pretty good. I had trouble cheating on White Claw like that, but I think I don't think I'm pretty turning understandable. back. Understandable. Yeah. yeah. So, now, that's it for beer. <laughs> so, today, also, National Health Day, which seems pretty timely, I would say. Oh, absolutely.
0: <laughs> National Health Day. At this point, um, we need to be doing whatever we can to stay safe because this thing's spreading like
1: wildfire out here. So, yeah, wear your masks. Don't go outside. And I just, need, I just need to rant for a second. How about it, man? Go into going the grocery store. Don't stand close. Like, don't get up in my grill. Like, don't touch me. Don't breathe on me. Don't even look at me. Like, just stop leaving your house and stop getting close to me. I don't need that. Nobody needs it. Six feet, people. Six feet. I feel like, like one of the first things you learn is personal space. It's yeah. gotta be. Stand on your little blue square at Walmart when you're there. It exactly. says, stand here. Don't get close to me. Like we literally just, Max and I just ordered coffee today and we it was on an app and there was an interaction with absolutely nobody. That's how it should be these days. Like I shouldn't have to like, I don't want you breathing on me. I don't want to breathe on you. I don't want to get you sick. I don't want you to get me sick. So that's how it should be. No social interaction, social distancing. And contrary
0: to what we did today, stop leaving your house, people. Just stop doing it. I mean, obviously we have to shoot this and we have to be in the same place, but that's the only exception. There's just no reason for you to be leaving your house and being all up in somebody else's business. Don't
1: breathe on me. Don't
0: breathe on (laughs) me. I cannot stress enough not to breathe on me. Like we jest, but we're serious. (laughs) Exactly, we're serious. Wear your face
1: mask, wear your bandana, wear anything around your
0: face. This is actually a great opportunity. I want to give a special shout out to the Closet Couture out of West Palm Beach, Florida. They're doing some incredible things right now with designer masks. You can look them up online um, and you can order online. Or you can give them a phone call as well. Check out their Facebook page. Um, they're throwing out reusable masks that you can wash, and then they're doing designer masks too, so that you can like surround an outfit. They got Gucci with, with your mask. I don't know if they got Gucci. We can we can submit the request for a Gucci mask from Perhaps, the Closet yeah. Couture. I think I'm pronouncing Couture right, but I've never been to a Couture, so <laughs> I don't really know. Um, but definitely look them up if you're looking to be stylish with masks. Uh, So I just thought that that was a good add-on for National Health Day. Stay healthy out there. Anything you want to add. And stay classy. Stay classy. Stay classy. Stay classy, America.
1: (laughs) So probably the most important headline of the day. Americans are stressed buying baby chickens to cope with coronavirus.
0: Chicken stocks way up, the, Carter.
1: The stonks, bro. Be sure to tune in, invest, look at the stock market, the stonks.
0: For all you investors out there, chickens are the way to go. Are
1: you talking about chicken stocks or chicken stock like at the grocery store?
0: Ooh my. But
1: like I don't even know why they're stressed buying baby chickens, but it's super cute. Like just I would just look Google it that people are buying chickens so you can just look at baby chickens. I think it's because like they want to have them as pets and they can just pet them and also Are they so- cheaper
0: than puppies? Because I would pick a puppy I think over a chick any they day. Gotta they gotta be cheaper. But like I know the shelters are overflowing now because people are getting rid of their, their dogs and stuff like that, and they can't take care of them. Like I think I would go dog over chicken.
1: Yeah, so that's good. If you want to go buy a dog, there's plenty. There's a lot out there that need homes. So yeah, go buy a yeah, dog. Yeah, go
0: go adopt a dog. Go to a shelter. A lot of dogs need homes. I don't know how Absolutely. that works. dogs Dang. cannot get coronavirus, contrary to popular belief.
1: Cats can. So, but dogs are way better than cats. Than Big dogs.
0: cats can.
1: Yeah yeah like, big big cats bar shout out barstool sports big cat
0: <laughs> shout out barstool Spons sports <laughs> absolutely uh but yeah so
1: i think they stockpile eggs too so they're like they're getting these baby chickens so they grow up and then they have like eggs and food but like i don't really know i don't really get it hmm. but baby chickens are really cute so and easter's coming up too
0: and easter is coming up. it's easter gonna be easter eggs easter eggs moral of the story is chickens are hot right now <laughs> yeah definitely definitely. invest in chicken stocks and go adopt a dog
1: yeah for sure um moving on people are doing zoom weddings now which is kind of sad but like it's cool that they can at least like have that wedding have that super special day like i mean
0: would you would you reschedule or would you go ahead
1: with a zoom wedding dude i I got to say, I'd reschedule. It's so special. And like, I mean, you know, the girl's been planning it for her entire life. True. Like I've, wa- I've watched plenty of, plenty of shows and soap operas in the day to know bridezilla, to know that the girl has been planning it since she was age five. That's fair. That's so, fair. So like, yeah, I mean, like, and don't you just love, love, like, don't you
0: just love it th-
1: to know that two people love each other so, so much. <laughs> so so special a zoom wedding. Like, how cute is that? And like this one that I just was tuning into, I didn't actually watch it, but um, um, it was catered by a local pizza joint. They played board games. They played dominoes via, via Zoom just to do a, a little dance party. which is pretty cool. So True.
0: Hey, man, I hope that when we are of wedding age and our friends are getting married, I hope that all of our friends have destination weddings and cool places. Like, that is my hope. Like, if I could yeah, submit something to a suggestion box for wedding planning, I would say destination wedding so that I can go have a good time. Yeah, of course. Like, that's... I want our friends to be, like, getting married in
1: Cabo or something like that so that we can just go and be buffoons. Like, I think that... Like, don't give me any of this, like, let's go to the country club down the road to go get married. It's let's too go, easy. Yeah, come on. Let's... Let's hop me on a plane. Like, I'll, like I will like I'm might have to lose a toe or two to, like, pay for these kind of things. Yeah. But, I mean... Honestly, worth it. And you I can cannot help. stress
0: this enough. These are not weddings that Carter and I would be paying for. These are weddings that Carter and I would be attending. Oh, not yeah, our own weddings, our friends' weddings, so that we can go and have mine's a Mine's probably going to be in like some rec center. <laughs> some re- a rec gym. <laughs> North Charleston you rec can, center. You baby. can ball,
1: though. You, you can, can, can ball during the wedding. Ball. Instead of having a dance party, you just play like, a little three-on-three. Hey, I'm okay with that. Dude, did you hear about um, Australia and their limitations, quote-unquote? Um, on booze. So we have some
0: details here for you for this limitation, if you will. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't seem like a limit. If you will. So in Australia, here are the limits, as we have now found it's out.
1: A daily, like, of what you can buy.
0: Right. A daily limit <laughs> on the alcohol you can buy. So you can either buy up to two cases of 24 beers. You can buy two cases of 24 pre-mixed drinks. Also, the limit for wine is 12 bottles of wine. Remember this is daily or two bottles of spirits with a limit of two product categories. Okay, this is,
1: so you can buy you can buy 48 beers and uh and 12 bottles of wine. I mean,
0: how much like how much do you drink at that point? this is not a
1: limit. This and is like if you people are out there throwing ragers, like that is not social distancing. It's not
0: social distancing and the the rowdiest of college kids Probably couldn't go through that much on their own. You know, they would have to have a little bit of assistance for
1: that. It's not like you're just getting one category. They're they're giving you two, and like that's in one day. Like how much you buying? I mean,
0: that's insane. I I don't understand how you're limiting anybody there, unless it's a fraternity going in and buying for a party. I guess you can't do that now. But then again, we can't have fraternity parties anymore because of social distancing, and none of us are in college anyway. And this is in Australia, and I don't think fraternities are a thing in Australia.
1: I guess. I mean. If you're drinking more than that, then this is a limit for you. So maybe this is helping.
0: This is the sign from somebody <laughs> saying that you need help if we have to cut you off at 48 beers.
1: Yeah, 40. I feel like that's a lot.
0: Are you, even I, if I have, you start, I, I have
1: one or two on a normal night. How do you like pace yourself
0: out? with 48 beers? I dog,
1: I don't know. I don't know.
0: You start the minute you wake up. Beerial for breakfast.
1: Beerial. Beerial
0: for breakfast. Then you move out. Some coffee.
1: <laughs> Some coffee. Yeah. Instead of using water to make a cup, you just use beer. Oh, my goodness. Yeah.
0: that's That might that's be the most disgusting mix of two flavors. I just, I just
1: thought of that because you said beer. So I decided Beeryl to – and
0: beer. boffy to begin with. Oh, you
1: can, you can also do an Irish coffee too.
0: Irish coffees are amazing. Yeah, because you got
1: just two bottles of spirits, So you have to drink a lot of coffee for that.
0: So a uh, oh spirit. So you know, shout out Tipsy Bartender. Love the Kalua drinks that <laughs> yeah. he makes. One of, probably my favorite person on the internet right now is the Tipsy Bartender. I love all of his videos. I follow him on everything. You should follow him too. Gives you great ideas for – drinks for parties or for just chill nights in. Um, But definitely you can make all of his drinks with this limit right here because you can go and buy all of this and still come underneath Australia's quota for the day.
1: I saw on this thing where you can just figure out what kind of drink you want to make online. I saw it on a TikTok. I can't remember who sent it to me. Let me check here. Oh, shout out Leah Kincaid. Um, My... My Cooper River Bridge running partner from two years She's ago. She's been a supporter since day one. She, she has. followed the Instagram page immediately. So, big shout out she to her. She sends me some quality content. And um, uh, yeah, so you can now look up like a bunch of ingredients of what you want to put in. If you want to put anything in your drink and you just look it up online, I can't remember the site, but you probably can find it anywhere. And um, just make yourself a drink. You can have like, I don't know, just whatever you have in your <laughs> You can make, yeah, you have it. oregano. Oregano,
0: Oregano and lemonade.
1: Oregano,
0: Oregano and Oregano, lemon. lemonade and rum. <laughs> Oregano, lemonade, and rum. That, that would be the new tropics drink yeah. for us. Anything rum-based.
1: Yeah, rum-based. And um, so, yeah, just last night there was supposed to be this, like, super pink moon. But, like, I'm pretty sure someone forgot to turn it on. Someone forgot to, like, flip the switch. I think it was unplugged or something. Who
0: lies about a super yeah. pink moon?
1: Like, there was no moon last night. They, like, I don't know, like, the aliens or who, or the guys in the space station. I think they forgot to, like, flip the switch to turn the moon on. The light. They must
0: have. I mean, I don't really remember looking up at the sky last night, but if I had seen a pink moon, I think I would have freaked out. I really
1: walked outside because I, like, looked on Twitter, and everyone was like,
0: the moon's pink. Now, is that when the sun moves behind the moon and it, like – it, it makes that color. Isn't that or the eclipse, though? That might be the eclipse. I, think that's I feel like eclipse. we would have heard of the eclipse. The eclipse
1: was dope two years ago, three,
0: three years ago. We all had to buy those glasses to look straight up at the sun, which really you're just cool. not supposed so to do. I
1: wear them on a daily basis now just to make sure I'm like.
0: Um, on top of your regular glasses?
1: Yeah, on top of my regular glasses. Oh, okay. It's a really good look. Sometimes I do, like, yeah, it's, it's nice. It's that's nice. All right. it I'm, works I'm for you. all for the fashion here. I mean, just do it for the cloud, guys.
0: Uh, and to round out uh, our current events segment here. Uh, big news. We won't get too political on this show. That's not our thing. Uh, we don't know enough about politics to get too political on this show, even if we wanted to. But the big news in the political sector is that, like that word sector, that was pretty, that was, that was pretty solid. <laughs> You've been using sector. your dictionary. I have, the, the dictionary has come out, but Bernie thesaurus. Sanders, the thesaurus, as, as it's supposed to be pronounced, <laughs> Bernie Sanders has dropped out of the Democratic race um so i guess
1: that just leaves joe biden dude i cannot wait for the live debates and the snl ones between trump and
0: the spoof debates biden. are amazing
1: the i love Alex watching spoofs of anything Oh my god
0: any spoof of anything and i'm a fan of it i just i just want to see people joking around and having a good time with stuff like i said we're not going to get very political here but your take your take on um on what this is going to be like
1: So, I mean, like, the debates are going to be great. It's just going to have one man with zero filter and then a guy who's just completely all filter because he can't remember what he's saying. So you're pretty much just going to have one guy being silent and then one just berating him the entire time. I mean, it's just going to be... And occasionally Joe Biden's gonna um call out and yell at some guy in the crowd. Trump's just gonna be Trump's just gonna be Trump and then Biden's gonna like not remember what he's saying he's it, and he's gonna remember and he's gonna yell at somebody in the crowd.
0: And it's just gonna yeah, it's gonna be really weird. I think it, we're gonna have a really difficult time following those debates if you're gonna watch it all the way through. Yeah. We're probably gonna come out after like an episode of Black Mirror where your mind is just all scrambled <laughs> and, and you're just like, What just happened? Like, what did we just watch?
1: <laughs> the twenty sixteen SNL debates were awesome. So, I mean, if they can top that, that would be, that would be incredible.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to hearing that. Saturday Um, Night
1: Live, please, please start getting some content ready because we're going to need that.
0: Yeah. So Carter and I are ready for you. We're ready to hear it. Um, we're looking forward to seeing what kind of mockery is made of these debates.
1: Absolutely. So that's, uh, those are your current events for the day. all
0: right guys so now we're going to do a rapid fire this or that segment um so how it's going to work is i'm going to list a this or that today's is going to be food themed um and then we're each going to have 30 seconds to react to it and then we'll just move on
1: down the line uh
0: so to kick it off the first one starbucks or duncan
1: Duncan, easy. I'm more of an iced coffee guy. And they just have better iced coffee than Starbucks.
0: That's fair. In my opinion, I roll with Starbucks. I just like the atmosphere better. It's a great place for me to go and have my coffee and do work at the same time. Um, but I definitely understand why people that's, like Duncan
1: also. That, that's true. Starbucks has the better atmosphere, but Duncan's a little bit cheaper. And I'm just a big iced coffee guy. so. Absolutely.
0: So next is Chick-fil-A or Popeye's chicken sandwich.
1: I'm going to, contrary to popular belief, I'm going to go Popeye's. They have more pickles. I really like the pickles on it. And it's a little bit of a meatier chicken sandwich, a little bit bigger too. Um, I mean, obviously the Chick-fil-A one's really good, but I'm going, I'm going Popeye's on this one. Um, I'm going to take Chick-fil-A. I am a diehard Chick-fil-A
0: fan. Uh, everything about Chick-fil-A to me is amazing and perfect, from the Chick-fil-A sauce to the chicken itself. I get the spicy one, personally. The spicy, good. The
1: spicy chicken sandwich is my go-to, uh, so I'm Chick-fil-A pancakes or waffles waffles just because they have the cool design on them they have the squares (laughs) and they get the little syrup pockets um i don't do the butter on my pancakes or waffles um yeah they have the little syrup pockets i really i really like a good chocolate chip waffle waffle house is my go-to as well
0: i'm also going to take waffles um my go-to and a breakfast hack for you guys is waffle peanut butter and jelly sandwiches oh yeah that's what i make every every morning just throw the two waffles in in a toaster oven uh Smacks some peanut Eggos? butter and jelly, Eggos, and has to, Lego my ego, and, then, <laughs> and so you have to have it that way, uh, and so That's waffles for breakfast.
1: That's high class, though. It, it is. Ego it is
0: egg, Lego my Eggo, baby. Uh, so then we've got hot chocolate or coffee.
1: Hot chocolate's really good, but coffee because it gives me the the caffeine that I need. This, I mean, I don't get this charisma. This nat- is this, this not natural charisma. It is all coffee related. So yeah, I just finished mine in my cool turtle glass. So
0: um, yeah, go ahead. I'm a coffee guy, too, uh, every morning, uh, so I think that I would go with coffee over hot chocolate. There's a time and place for hot chocolate. But when you mix them. Cold winter nights. Mocha. When you mix them, you get mocha, which is which is amazing, but yeah. if I had to pick one or the other, I would definitely go with the coffee.
1: Okay.
0: Um, Coke or Pepsi? And there's only one right answer. Don't Easy even play. Coke,
1: not even explaining. If you like Pepsi, go away. I mean, have you been to
0: Coke World? I think that there's no Pepsi World, is there? There's a reason why there's no Pepsi World. Yeah, exactly. At least I don't think there's a Pepsi world. Yeah, and
1: then especially with the yeah, well, Coke is just incredible. It's a gift, and um, the Coke from like other countries to them when they use actual like sugar cane.
0: Yeah, yeah, we, we
1: have here so much better.
0: Yeah, fair. And those of you from Atlanta who are like, oh, we've done that so many times. Like, okay, don't ruin it for the rest of us. <laughs> like, We get it. It's there. It's in your backyard. Like, But for the rest of us, when we go to the Coke factory, it's an amazing experience. And we get to try Coke from all over the world. So don't ruin that
1: experience for us, Atlanta people. Um, and you're from Georgia. South Carolina is just better. So, I mean, there's that. <laughs> Burgers or dogs? Burgers, easy. There. I also saw this thing. Um, you're only supposed to eat five hot dogs a year because that's how bad they are for you.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with burgers also. I've watched those videos on, on how it's real meat. I've watched anything that goes through a tube as a liquid form and then just magically becomes a solid that I eat. Like no. it's just it that was the major turn off. It's
1: just not what I'm looking it for. Just, it's
0: just not what I'm looking for in, in food. So burgers definitely over dogs.
1: Um we've got pizza or pasta. Pizza. Um it's just so good. There's so many different varieties too. I know there's a lot of varieties of pasta, but like I just love pizza and also Hawaiian is the best variety of pizza as well. Hawaiian, really? Ham and pineapple. Okay. Don't hate. I'm not going to hate,
0: <laughs> but I am going to take pasta. Whoa. Dude, I love pasta. It's, it's, <laughs> I mean, if I were going to be a food, I would probably be a piece of pasta. you think about
1: them? They are really like similar you, it, get carb, you get the carbs.
0: You get the carbs. I mean, carbo loading, but I mean, pasta is just amazing in, in, in every form. Uh, my roommates get on me because I like either the thin spaghetti or the angel hair and they're like they don't like linear pasta. They what? like Yeah, that's what they say. They're like well, back linear <laughs> you. I know. They're you, like dude. we don't like that you always get the linear pasta. We like the swirly ones and the tortellini and all the other ones like that. I'm like Okay. And that's fair, but I like my linear pasta, so you know really
1: see like i think like bow ties bow ties you know, are like, cool i like bow ties the objectively and the shells just objectively taste better and different varieties of pasta taste different yeah
0: definitely because like
1: they hold the cheese or the sauce different.
0: well in that case impromptu here annie's or Velveeta shells annie's really annie's. over Velveeta shells annie's baby hot takes annie's hot takes by carter schuber it's Schubert. also
1: like seven cents it it's is so cheap.
0: You can get that at the, the dollar store. They're I can get Valvita too.
1: But I do really like just like the the fake orange cheese sauce that I mean, comes out of the Valvita. Who
0: doesn't love that? <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. The next one that we have is ice cream or cake. Ice cream. Ice cream. I mean, so much <laughs> one? <would you want? laughs>
1: I'm going. I'm going cake here. I'm not like the biggest icing guy, but I just love like. I just love cake, and it's so good. I'm like my my definite favorite is gonna be um red velvet cake too. The cream cheese.
0: That I is a, that is awful. That is the worst Dude, answer. you are gonna, you?
1: That is the nobody
0: says I like red but, velvet cake is nobody. The best cake. Red velvet cake is everyone's the least favorite cake. <laughs>
1: no, that's carrot cake. there's a vegetable
0: in it. <laughs> All right, there. I forgot about carrot cake, but I can't believe you would even give that. That answer is blasphemy. Okay. <laughs> it was absolute blasphemy that you just said that. Oh, no um, really ice cream. I'm going to go with ice cream. I just feel better after I eat it. I feel like I ate a lot when I eat cake. No, that's and ice cream's more refreshing in the in the wrong.
1: heat.
0: You're wrong. All right. You just said Red velvet is your favorite kind of cake. I'm
1: excited for the next one. Unless you're going to hate me for this one too. Sweet or savory? Savory. Every time. Like if I, <laughs> if I have the option of eating like some candy or a bag of like salt and vinegar chips or the Parmesan goldfish, I'm going the goldfish and the chips. No, every fair. single time. I, I agree with that. I would definitely take savory just, every time. There's more yeah. cravings there. You get like maybe. There was a time drink.
0: where I would have picked sweet. Yeah. But when I had like a major sweet tooth. But I think that now I definitely roll with the savory oh, okay. foods. Okay.
1: I yeah. think you're going to say sweet.
0: So uh, that that wraps up our rapid fire, this or that uh, section. Um, So moving on. All right, everyone. So we're going to dive into a little bit of sports talk here. Um, So we're going to talk a little bit about the new NBA Hall of Fame class. We're going to roll into the possible start of seasons and pro sports, either in America or globally, um, and how that's going to happen, if that's going to happen. Some
1: good news there. Some good news
0: there. And then we're going to hop into a little bit of the NFL talk. So we're going to go over the draft. Uh, Des Bryant and Dak Prescott were working out lately. And where is marquee free agent Jadavion Clowney going to end up? True, true. So uh, let's get started with the newest NBA Hall of Fame class that was just announced this week. Um, we have Kobe Bryant, the late Kobe Bryant, um, Kevin Garnett, KG, and then Tim Duncan. Those three are headlining uh, this year's NBA Hall of Fame class.
1: So, first off, just like, rest in peace, Kobe. I mean, we might have to say it every single episode just because so sad. One of the greatest to ever play. What an influence he had on the game. But we wanted to get in a little bit um, about some more underappreciated stars. Um, one of, the, one of the most underappreciated basketball players of all time, Tim Duncan. Obviously, he was such a great player, so many accomplishments. But, yeah, he doesn't get a whole lot of love. He's, he's a quiet
0: player. Um, and so I didn't even know. I know that he's known as the greatest power forward of all time. Um, but I didn't even know the extent of his career until I was watching First Take and Get Up, which are two of our biggest influences yeah. in doing this show um and i would they put up a graphic and they put tim duncan's career right next to kobe bryant's career and the two are virtually the same tim duncan actually edges kobe bryant in total nba mvps finals mvps so a quick look at uh what he accomplished over the duration of his career is five championships so he's got five rings a two-time nba mvp a 15-time all-star uh, he was all defensive first team eight times as well. He has a title in three different decades. And correct me if I'm wrong. He's the only person to have a title in three different decades. Correct. The yeah. only player.
1: Yeah, '99, and then he had like three, four in the 2000s, and then one in 2014. Okay, yeah. So three, uh, no, one, three, and then one. Right. So yeah. we had
0: one with David Robinson in 1999. He obviously was dominant in the early two thousands, and then with Kawhi Leonard on the team, uh, he kind of became the second fiddle, and uh, they 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 uh, beat the Heat, the Miami Heat, and that was in the uh, 2010s. Yeah, yeah that so, was when uh,
1: that was when Ray Allen went in the corner and made that crazy shot. That was when he
0: banged that three. Yeah,
1: that was pretty sweet. That yeah, was, that was, yeah. I remember watching that game. Like oh, that was twenty fourteen.
0: Some something around there. Whenever LeBron yeah. was in there, and, and and the Spurs were able to edge them one time. Also. He has a win percentage of six hundred or better for nineteen straight NBA seasons, and that's the longest run in NBA history. Yeah. Another graphic that I saw had him having a winning record against all of the Hall of Famers in his generation of basketball. So he had a winning record against Kobe, a winning record against the soon-to-be Hall of Famer Dirk Nowitzki. Yeah, um, so, uh, every single player that you can think LeBron, of. Like, LeBron, I, mean, I mean LeBron James, everybody that he played against. I mean, he really is. They, he's known as the big fundamental. He's the king
1: of that fadeaway backboard shot too. Bank always open with Tim Duncan. Always, like, that man can hit the hit the magical magical corner right there. Absolutely, the yeah, magic I mean, spot on the backboard. He's
0: a guy who doesn't want to take credit. He he never really he never really talked. He was a very quiet yeah. player. He never really had to insert himself into it. He really let his play and his accomplishments do the talking and. I think that he's the most underrated player of this class, and everyone's gonna, you know, and rightfully so, give Kobe Bryant the most attention here. Right. But you really can't forget about Tim Duncan, the big fundamental, playing in Popovich's system, a, a really long career, and he played at a high level
1: for almost the entire career. Yeah, 600, like a 600 win percentage um for 19 straight seasons just absolutely insane so yeah no one else has done that it, it was just a dynasty I mean you might not have seen him as like the the biggest star ever in the NBA he was never like considered the best player in the NBA during his time but was always top five no matter until he, he was still dominant back until his like 19th season
0: absolutely I mean he he was dominant so in my opinion one of one of the people that compete with him for the best power forward of all time is Dirk Nowitzki. Uh, He was, he's the same generation of player. um, And I think Tim Duncan, for most people's accounts, edge him out. But if you remember at the end of Dirk Nowitzki's career, I mean, he was incredibly inhibited by age. He was slow. He was, he's already unathletic to begin with. um, And he really had a, a tough time playing, but you know, Tim Duncan was able to sustain a high level of play throughout the duration of his career. And he understood when it was time for him to, Take that second fiddle to Kawhi Leonard. Honestly, in that last championship, having Manu Ginobili and Tony Parker as well, he was really the fourth, third, or fourth option on that team. Yeah,
1: Manu is like eight hundred years old during <laughs> that finals too. How old was he? He was
0: Manu's younger than Tim Duncan. Is he really? He, he just is. looks like he's a thousand. I just yeah, he looks like he's a thousand. <laughs> I remember him throwing down a lefty dunk in that finals against the Heat. Um, uh, are they also, I think they were back to back against the Heat, didn't they? They didn't win back to back, but they were in the finals back to back. One time they won, one time they I lost. Think to the so. road. And then the
1: Mavs, Well, the Mavs beat them the first year, right? The Mavs, beat which them the that first was year. just Dirk Nowitzki, absolute takeover. Yeah, and he's unguardable. So. Unguardable, you seven footer with a shot. Yeah, <laughs> and then his like ball, like his shot literally hits the rafters. So
0: yeah, you're not blocking Talk that. about the
1: rainbow. Yeah.
0: So that's – we wanted to show some love to Tim Duncan because he honestly deserves it and doesn't really get it from a lot of people. So. Yeah, just a
1: quiet guy. I mean, went to Wake Forest to college ball. Four years. He and was then, a four-year
0: starter at Wake Forest. Yeah, don't which is, I that. mean,
1: like Wake Forest, good good basketball school, but not like your powerhouse by any means. Yeah, he just kind of quietly entered the draft. But like, not quietly into the draft because he was drafted number one overall in 97 and then two years later won the championship in '99. Right. But, like, yeah, Wake Forest you wouldn't really suspect, like – to be like a super – I mean, it's not a super powerhouse basketball. school. what you'd expect that guy like him to be at like Duke or UNC or Virginia. Or I hate Virginia basketball, by the way. That's fair. It is the most boring type of basketball.
0: And when you line up their careers, you know, Kobe came out of high school. So Kobe, you know, just straight to the league. Yeah, true. In 96, was he drafted? I can't remember. So he was, so if he was, he was drafted, I think, right before Tim Duncan, then Tim Duncan coming in after spending four years uh, in college. So Tim, Tim Duncan's already older.
1: That's when basketball peaked, man.
0: Yeah. I mean, that was an era that we barely really remember because we were just born. But but when you go back and you watch the teams of the late 90s, early 2000s, yeah, Kobe and, and Tim Duncan and KG in their heyday um, – that's some intense basketball. That was yeah. a great era for me. We're,
1: we're just getting to the age of where we could probably enter the draft pretty soon too. So after all this coronavirus goes away, like I'm probably gonna have to start working out a little bit more, make sure my draft stuff Yeah, and yeah. up and through the roof Work
0: through on now. growing a little bit.
1: Yeah, growing a little bit. I gotta work on my jumping because I can't touch the backboards. <laughs> um it, it could help if uh with some like rebounding ability. It could help and I mean, I mean yeah. this will
0: be your, your your fourth year at the University of South Carolina. Not on the team. I'm gonna but be the he's first He's there, so four yeah. years. He
1: spent four years there. I'm gonna be the first guy. Uh, make the NBA without playing high school or college ball. Uh, that would be an incredible. Scene. I might be the towel boy, but I'll make the NBA. But we'll make it to the NBA. Absolutely. So moving on. um Yeah, like we said, some good news. President Trump just announced that he is hoping to see fans back in arenas by September. I mean, like, how incredible is that? Like, this is gonna be. It's a long stretch with no sports. Everything is getting canceled. Like from March Madness, this is like the, one of the most sad marches I've ever had. Um the masters getting canceled like everything nba M- MLB. yeah mlb um i don't even know what's gonna happen the nfl season might get postponed a little bit too maybe by a week or two but if it's coming back in t- t- september i mean
0: that's no i race. i hope that he's right i mean i don't know if there's any merit to that i don't i don't know the detail behind it the way things are looking now i'm i can't be that optimistic but I mean, for the love of God, I hope that we have. <laughs> uh, I hope that we have something to look forward to in terms of sports. You know, not even with fans there, I would be satisfied with just getting games back on track, which is what the Korean baseball leagues, so the South Korean baseball league, has begun their preseason um, playing in empty stadiums. Yeah. Um, they've got players that can optionally wear masks. Um, they're also that's using crazy. like fake stands. So like they're having people in the stands that are going to be robotic so yeah, they can have weird. crowd noise. Oh, it's crazy. That's,
1: that's really weird. Why oh, don't they just play over a loudspeaker? I don't know. That's a great question. That's kind of weird.
0: Um, but then also the major league baseball here uh, is kind of piggybacking off that idea. And there's talks right now about playing in 15 baseball parks in Arizona. Um, and then just having all of the teams in Arizona playing
1: throughout these 15 different parks. So, it, what do you think about that idea? I mean, what, like, what about, like, the team traveling together? Like, isn't that going to, like, spread? Well, when's that going to start? So, they think that that would
0: start sometime um, in May. And what the idea is, is that the 15 parks are all within a 50-mile radius of each other. So, they're not doing too much traveling and they can bus from
1: place to place. But, like, wouldn't that keep every, like, all these, so many people condensed in one area? It might, wouldn't it wouldn't might. Wouldn't that be, like, be grounds for, like just
0: an outbreak i'm sure and i and i I think that um yeah like nba recently came out with they're going to be doing testing like trying to figure out how to do rapid testing and then when you think about okay if athletes have access to that how come we can't get masses with the access to that rapid testing and then you have kind of an ethical dilemma there. yeah
1: we can't be wasting our tests on like i mean just from my point of view you can't be like wasting the tests on people that like aren't even showing symptoms. Like I know you got to test all these athletes and stuff and make sure they're safe. But like at the same time, there's a lot of people suffering out there that might need the test and can't get it.
0: Yeah. Rapid fire tests could be, um, used so much smarter. I think, I think yeah, that people who need it, that that's where those resources should go first. Yes. We all want to compete, but we all need to be healthy to be able to right. compete. So this is, it'll be really interesting to see what they do.
1: Yeah. So we just mentioned the NFL season. Not sure what's going to happen with that, but the draft is coming up in a couple of weeks now so um let's do a little bit of talk about that i mean obviously the big name here joe burrow lsu um senior just grad no he's actually in grad school um he just finished grad school is he going are the bengals going to take him cuz everyone's like i know the bengals are going to take him but everyone's trying to tell me like they're trying to stir the pot a little bit and tell me that they're not going to take him.
0: The Bengals are going to take him, but Joe Burrow is not going to be the person that makes the Bengals good. That organization needs, needs to build. You've never seen any signs of them building. I kind of think that you see their mediocrity is kind of on a consistent level. And I'm not trying to take shots at that fan base. I'm not trying to take, shots, take shots, man. shots at the players. It's, it's the front office. They have to do – it's almost like the, Reds, the Redskins are perpetually <laughs> awful. Oh, yeah. The Bengals are perpetually awful. And so A.J. Green is going to be back. Joe Burrow is going to be there. But you still – A.J. Green didn't even play
1: last he year. He didn't even play last year. <laughs> he was year. like – trust me. He was not injured for 16 games. He was just like, nah, I'm not coming back. I'm not doing it.
0: An injury-prone he gets wide out. You, know, you think he gets traded this
1: yeah. year? I could see that trade, but they have to get something in demand return. It. And like Joe Mixon, another good running back who they just haven't developed. Had a horrible season
0: yeah i mean they have to work on their player development this is a huge opportunity for them a huge draft not only can they take burrow but you have to look at their second third fourth round picks and you have to have a microscope on that organization to see where they're going to go with everything i don't even know what it is it's the offensive defense they're just so bad
1: you just just can't even tell if it's the offensive defense at any point i know
0: at some point like you have that detroit lions effect where you're just like what is happening and why
1: are we awful all the time yeah it like and then, like the offense being so bad, makes the defense so bad, and then the defense being so bad makes the offense. And they so wasted
0: bad. Megatron's career. Calvin Johnson, arguably the best wide receiver. Yeah, he's just past like, nah, I'm years. done.
1: He's like, I can't do this <laughs> anymore. I'm like, I'm
0: gonna retire at 29, right off into the sunset as one of the greatest wide receivers to ever do it. But you guys yeah. kind of wasted his career. Yeah, he, he might like.
1: Yeah, crazy. He could have. He could have had like his stats could be like as good. It's Jerry Rice's. No one's ever going to touch Jerry Rice. Right. But, um, but he was on He was on that track. Yeah. And then he was just like, no, nah, later.
0: Yeah. And so kind of talking about bad organizations who have picks in the top five, uh, where will Chase Young, the defensive end, um, end up? And also, where do you think Tua ends up? And what, what pick do you think Tua gets uh, drafted in? I'm
1: taking Chase Young at number two. Chase to the Redskins. To the Skins. He's going to be back with his boy, Dwayne Haskins. They play a little ball together. Um, Chase Young's a monster, though. He's a freak on the line. Like, I give – I mean, he reminds me of uh, Jadavion Clowney a little bit because he's just everywhere. Yep. And I just love the guy, Chase Young. He's got really cool hair, too. So that's like, <laughs> that's, like, a really important important ability of playing football, how cool your hair is. Yeah. Um. Like, just look at these – like, look at good players. They all – like, a lot of them have cool hair. Yeah, like Davion Clowney's got really cool hair. Chase Young dyed his dreads blonde. They're like this weird blonde color, very cool. So very I think cool. that's going to be one of the, the big, Honey Badger did it. Yeah, the Honey Badger. Same, same style and yeah. We all love. I him. think that's going to be one of the biggest drivers in his NFL success. His hair game.
0: His hair game yeah. is well. It won't be Troy Polamalu hair game. No, 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 no.
1: like I, I think I said last time. Like Troy Polamalu is like my favorite guy. Like head and shoulders, man.
0: Can we bring back his head and shoulders commercials? Because yeah, I was, was I fan. was really cool with those. Like I think that. It inspired me to use Head and Shoulders in middle school. Are you a Head and Shoulders guy? Back in middle school, I was. Oh, okay, okay. Because that's when Troy Palma's commercials were up. I didn't know what I used.
1: Oh, I use I use Harry's like the shaving brand. The shaving oh the green is that the green is that the green bottle? No, no, no. It's a gray. It's like a it's like a blue gray bottle. Oh, it's really nice. It's got like a very good like manly scent. Like that. Like yeah, that. yeah. Great definitely plan. try it out. Now I'm rocking the suave. Ooh, suave as one
0: does the cheap suave.
1: Senor suave,
0: Senor suave. I don't uh. Yeah, I
1: don't go too hard when it comes to the shampoo because my long locks. Yeah, you know? exactly, exactly. And then Tua. like, If Tua, if the Dolphins decide not to draft Tua, I would literally freak out. Tua is like, he's a generational talent. That dude is so athletic. His hip's fine. He'll be fine. He's a 22-year-old guy or whatever. If the Dolphins don't draft him and choose to draft Justin Herbert, I would lose my mind, like, literally not watch the NFL ever again. Oh, yeah. That's not true. But Justin Herbert is not actually good. He's so bad. Yeah, I would have to, so I would happy. have to agree that he's not
0: the move for them. I think that as going back to your point about the Dolphins, they overachieved big time this year and I know that a lot of people listening to this that are going to be Miami based because uh, I go to school down there. So, you know, they know what kind of, you know, struggles Miami has had. But they overachieved last year with a really bad roster um and they kept trading away What's their the best tag? players. Fitz Magic came in What's there and beard, was like, "Whoa." He no. was like,
1: let me, let me get the job It's now. on the beard. Once again, cool hair, facial hair. Great facial hair. See, that's why. The yeah. facial hair was key to their success. Who's their top rusher? That is... <laughs> Matthew Fitzpatrick, he's like 35.
0: I just don't <laughs> understand how that could even be possible. But seeing that they're under good coaching staff, they're moving in the right direction, I think, I think you have to take Tua. I think you have to figure out a way for, for the Dolphins to, to get Tua. If and, you don't uh, take
1: Tua, you have no brain.
0: Because I don't think he'll be around at like the fifth pick. No way. And so they're going to have to trade up. And I think they have two first round picks that they can move to
1: to, to move up. That makes sense. Yeah, they they better take two. They need it. Like Matthew Fitzpatrick, Matthew. not Matthew, Matthew Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ryan, yeah, yeah. Why did I say Matthew? I think there's some other Matt effort. Stafford, Matt Ryan, yeah, yeah. Matt Ryan.
0: That's probably what you were. I hate of. Matt
1: Ryan also. Hot takes. Um, hot takes. <laughs> I hate Matt. Just Ryan. throwing that out there. <laughs> he lost. Sorry, Matt. He lost a Super Bowl to the Patriots and ruined my February. But we digress a little bit more NFL news away from the draft. Des Bryant, he's back and better than ever. Um, working out with Dak Prescott, Dak P, possible reunion there?
0: For those of you wondering where uh, Des Bryant has been, uh, he was released from the Cowboys a few years back. Um, he he was able to sign with the Saints, but before he was even able to make an impact, he tore his Achilles. Yep. So we know what kind of death sentence the Achilles tear is for a basketball player. Um, he's looking good in these workouts, but Des. Des's problems were always in creating separation. He was one of those guys that he didn't run his routes hard. He relied on his athletic ability and his hands, which were both excellent. But at this stage, I think he's he's around 30 to 32 years old. I'm not positive on his age. But at this point, you know, if you're not going to run your routes correctly, you're probably not going to have blazing speed coming off in an Achilles injury like this. 30, 30, 30. So I, I think it would be a very poor move for the Cowboys to regress and give Dak Dez as that number one option. You have Amari Cooper that you just probably overpaid for. Oh, yeah. You should fill that out with this. This draft is loaded with receivers.
1: Yeah. Judy. Um, CD Lamb. CD Lamb is a Another, he's a freak,
0: too. Yeah, he's I mean, so athletic. This draft is the best wide receiver draft we've had in a long time. Maybe yeah, the best
1: ever. Maybe yeah. the best
0: ever. So I think the Cowboys should explore options there
1: to get you a number two, number three wide out. Um, this is also just like a huge problem. He's yeah. always like freaking out on people, and the fact that, like, He's literally never open and just demands the ball. That's the problem he had with Romo. Yeah, He was just like, Tony, you got to throw me the ball. And Tony was like thinking about playing golf and stuff. Tony so was, he, Tony he was really midway through the,
0: that swing, yeah, he,
1: he was just trying to get the broadcast booth. Um, he, was, he was out here playing at
0: um, – where does he play here? He plays at the James Island. Oh, yeah. He plays – he plays in the Azalea every now the and then. The Azalea. Yeah. So he but was he, he was thinking about off-season golfing.
1: Yeah. And he, he wasn't trying to deal with uh, – Dez is BS. Des just like runs, he throws people around, catches the ball every now and then, but yeah, he's never open.
0: Side school. note, tell me how Tony Romo makes $17 million a year now calling NFL games. That is more than like 90% of the league is making playing football. I actually really
1: like him as an announcer because he has a lot of really good... Do you games.
0: like him $17 million worth? Yeah.
1: Wow. No, no, I take that back. I take that back. If I'm paying, if, well, I'm not paying it, but if somebody's paying $17 million, I want to see Dickie be up there. I want to see I, I want to see Dickie V and I want to see Bob Menner. We went over this last time. Those are the two people I want in the booth. That's I, I'm I'm okay Dickie with Dickie V in the and booth. Bob Menner. I just it's mind boggling to me. Shout out Bob Menner, give us a shout out back. Yeah, we love your videos. We love and your And the word. pod. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, but Tony Roma does have a lot of really good insights. He sees a lot of things that I don't see.
0: He sees it before it happens. Yeah, I mean, there's exactly. there's merit to that, but that's a fat check to cut. Seventeen yeah, for sure. million dollars.
1: I mean, gosh. pocket change, baby. Pocket change. When, to it these comes guys. when it comes to these networks, though, it's not that expensive. Yeah. But so that's going to do it for sports. Anything else to add? No, that's all I got. All righty. Dude, the world is literally ending. Snapchat is down today. It's been. It's been a tough day for me. Just no Snapchat or anything. But you know what's going to brighten my day later? What's that? A little bit of Tiger King. A little bit of Tiger King? (laughs) A little bit of Tiger King. I think I hit episode – I got episode four coming up tonight. Nice. I've been watching it just here and there. And there's also a new episode being added. So all of you – Tiger King fans out there and Carol Baskin haters, definitely tune in. There's another one coming. I'm sure they're going to keep going with this as there's an ongoing investigation if Carol Baskin um, killed her husband. So, oh, wow. There we go. Pretty cool. And speaking
0: pretty- of speaking of the tigers, you know, there's there's been five tigers at the Bronx Zoo diagnosed positive five. With, with coronavirus. Five. is five. what I saw most recently. Oh, my goodness. It was five. So, you know, if you own a tiger and you think that you've been exposed to coronavirus – you should probably stay away from your tiger.
1: Right, right. Yeah, that's that's really fair. And um, just one other thing, you know, like well, since we're getting these stimulus checks, yeah, I think we should just put them together and buy a tiger. We
0: should pull it for sure. I mean, what better investment than to invest in a tiger? Max Exotic has a nice ring to it. Like Max Joe, Exotic? Yeah, like Joe Exotic, but Max, Max Exotic. Ex- Max Exotic. Yeah, we can just start our own. All right, I'm down. That'd be down. pretty sweet. So if you want to, we'll probably set up a GoFundMe page for that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Maybe maybe a change.org pe- petition or something like that.
1: Absolutely, yeah. We're just uh, yeah, it's gonna be some stimulus checks and then yeah, we're just gonna buy a tiger. I think it will be a good mascot. I, I think so too. Except for I don't I I don't like it as a mascot because Go Cox um. I hate Clemson. Horrible school. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, moving on here a little bit. Um, there's a new concert coming out. Um, I know Max talked about it last week. So you want to give that one a go? What's, what's going on here?
0: Um, well, so the Global Citizen and World Health Organization is teaming up for a charity concert curated by Lady Gaga. Um, so it will also feature performances by Paul McCartney, Stevie Wonder, and somehow David Beckham. Uh, So I guess he's just making an appearance. Yeah. The one world together at home. So if you remember last time we spoke about the iHeart partnering with Fox 24 to produce uh, our living room concert. I assume that this is going to be very similar to that um, where it would be a living room concert. So you guys should definitely tune into that.
1: Lady Gaga's the goat too. Her outfits, Lady, never, Lady Gaga is awesome.
0: Her outfits never fail to impress
1: me. Yeah, she's one of she's one of my favorite musicians. She's truly just everything she makes is a masterpiece. And like she taught me like how to play better, better Texas Hold'em too.
0: Better Texas Hold'em, yeah, yeah. Poker face, baby. poker face. I mean, oh. and and if she she's probably the master at anything but clothes parties. Yeah. Because you know when you think about all of her outfits, none of it is actually clothes. It's just random stuff she probably was walking around her mansion right. one day and was like. That lampshade would look really good on my head as the you know to go with my dress. <laughs> so, so I think that she would she would be killer at that.
1: Yeah, but hey, yeah, guy, come on, you gotta you gotta love it. So some new news coming out. They ranked the top um, U.S. cities based on friendliness. Savannah, Georgia, coming in with the top spot, and our hometown, Charleston, South Carolina, coming in at number four. I think one in Colorado was in there too, in um, the two or three. But like this is that's just. Not right. Charleston coming in at number four. Like Savannah is just like simply a worse version of Charleston. Like Charleston has it all, and then there's just like Savannah trying to be us, but they just do a horrible job. Yeah, it. I
0: mean, I had the opportunity to go to Savannah like nice. over
1: winter break, and and you know, it's it's nice, it's
0: nice, it's no Charleston. I'm not be it, mad being there, but like no, but Charleston's bigger. It's got more stuff going on. Um, I think that better. objectively better. Savannah's a, a bit touristy. You know, obviously there's touristy yeah. parts of Charleston, um, like for a
1: reason because we actually have history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Savannah's just like here. Let's uh make this building and say something. Say say this is a historical landmark.
0: Yeah, yeah. D- d- like they're just they're just faux Charleston. I know a lot of people who have moved from Savannah to
1: Charleston, but I don't know
0: many people who yeah, have moved from don't... Charleston to Savannah. It just doesn't it doesn't happen. It that doesn't. Way.
1: Yeah, yeah. It does not work that direction. It doesn't
0: work in that direction.
1: Um. Yeah. And the last thing, pop culture wise. I mean, this is huge, guys. This is huge. This is going to stop your party games. So just get ready. Big Booty Mix is dropping another another uh, volume, another episode um on Thursday. Are so- you
0: tired of having the pressure of working the ox in any social situation? We are too. That was such so, a really good commercial. So throw on, <laughs> so throw on the big booty mix, uh, and you'll never have to worry about that pressure again. I know that I always somehow end up on the ox, and it's like the worst thing in the world. So bad. because somebody doesn't like rap, somebody doesn't like country, somebody doesn't like pop. Everybody's got an opinion, so you can't please everyone. The simple way to please everyone is big to booty mix. Big booty mix. Throw one of these on. Have
1: yourself a time. It's a roller coaster playlist too. Like you're gonna have some like rock. You're gonna have. Rap, you're gonna have Eminem, and then you have the office theme song in volume 11. So, um, you really can't get better than that because it's just so good. They're like about an hour and a half long. So, big booty mix, tune in. I get mine on SoundCloud, I don't think it's on Spotify. So, m- most often, I get them on SoundCloud. And just to end on a light, light note here, just giving your good news of the day because our moms made us. Um, <laughs> A baby giraffe was just born at the San Diego Zoo. I was watching it on Twitter and it is the cutest thing ever. This little guy is just like hobbling around a little bit and he's so little but he's kind of big at the same time cuz he's a giraffe. His neck That's is fair. not that long yet, but um it'll get there I'm sure. So definitely check out this little guy. I can't show you a video right now, but if I could, just go on Google it and talk like look up San Diego Zoo giraffe. This guy little guy is so cute. Great content. Adorable. Great job San Diego.
0: Few things will Make your day like watching a baby giraffe standing up for the first time. Yeah,
1: so cute, so cute, and we just love cute, adorable animals. Big giraffe guys over here, um, huge, huge yeah, giraffe guys. Yeah, we we love maybe we'll giraffes. pool.
0: Well, maybe we'll pool our money and buy one giraffe. giraffe. Yeah, maybe, okay. Either or, or we could buy both. Yeah, like we could probably we start a
1: really cool zoo. Can we buy a gamecock? We can buy we? a gamecock. It'll be the world's most interesting. An ibis, <laughs> yes, an ibis. Go, canes. Yeah. Go. But uh, that's going to do it for today's show. So thanks for listening and we'll see you guys later.